we're learning life, embracing love, managing marriage, maneuvering in ministry, and managing money. Welcome to the Let's Talk About It podcast. What's up and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. Ah, listen, if you are a part of this podcast, if you are listening, I want to say thank you. If you're watching the video on YouTube, I say thank you for rocking out with us, for being a part of this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to every follower, every listener that is listening to me. Listen, if you have been a part of this podcast, you know, we are going to be talking about life, love, marriage, ministry, and money. And today we are kind of talking about life and ministry and a little bit when I talk about marriage, I also deal with my babies as well. And so today I have a special guest that's going to be a part of this podcast uh, where we're going to be talking a little more about ministry uh, and just kind of chopping it up. So again, welcome. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, make sure you get the notification. And if you're on podcast, I need you to go on and just click that little star and go on and give me five little stars, but also leave your message uh, of what you like about this podcast. And most of all, um, leave me a, a review, you know, so that I can become better at what I'm doing. I'm learning. Uh, and so I would love to learn and grow with you. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. Let's get ready to rock out, y'all. I have a special guest, which is my daughter, Alana Ray Harden. Uh, she is my daughter. She's the second born. Uh, and probably by this time, you probably heard me talk to the firstborn. But this is with my second born, Alana Ray Harden. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself before we even get started. Kind of tell them who you are, Alana, what you're about to do, your age, all of that. And then we're going to just chop it up. We got a conversation and topic and title that we're going to talk with you guys about. So go ahead, Alana. I'm going to turn it over to you. So first off, I am going to say my allergies are kind of getting to me. So if you see me sneeze or anything, don't say nothing. But um, Or hear her sneezing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, I just graduated high school. Uh, I graduated from a small town called Cold Spring High School, well, Cold, called Cold Spring. And uh, I'm 18. I am about to attend Sam Houston University to get my, uh, my degree in kinesiology and everything like that and to go into pre-occupational therapy. But basically in church, I'm on the praise team. Uh, I help out with the kids, and I am really into, like, just reading my Bible, stories in the Bible, and I've always kind of, like, stuck out from the crowd because I, in a way, don't think like everybody my age, so I feel like this topic we're talking about today kind of goes with everything that I've basically been through. Yep. And she's also a part of the marketing team uh, for New Destiny now. Uh, so the older they get, the more they do in ministry with us. Uh, and if you don't know, my husband and I pastor, and they have been a part of that. I think since she was, how old were you when we started church, New Destiny? I was, we started in 2010. Yeah, so you was 10. I was eight. Eight? Eight, okay. I, I, them numbers was way off. Yeah, so she was eight at the time, but all she's known is her daddy to be in church and be a minister. So she don't know that other side of him besides the stories we've told her. Uh, but so today's topic, y'all, we're going to be discussing and we're going to be talking about the importance. Give me my title. What's our title? I lost my 
title. Uh, the True Meaning of YTFC, which is basically our youth ministry at New Destiny Church. Yes. And tell them what YTFC uh, abbreviation is for. So YTFC stands for Young Transformers of Christ. Uh, fun fact. Pastor T, whenever she's love, she loves Marvel. She loves Transformers. She likes Ninja Turtles. So, of course, going into <laughs> youth ministry, she had to put one of those in there. I'm surprised it wasn't Ninja Turtles or Marvel, but I feel like Transformers was the easiest thing to go with because it basically says what we are as a ministry. Yeah. And, and she's so right. I think daddy came up with the name, but it, I think he did it because of me. Cause I love, and we got a transformer coming out really, really soon. So, you know, I got to be in the movies for that particular thing. And it's my birthday month. So, you know, I'm going. So our logo is basically a transformer. Yeah. Not I wish hard, just like the head. I wish we had a picture of it too. I know. Basically a head of a transformer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which one. Don't ask me which one. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. So let's talk about this topic. Uh, YTFC, tell me the talk, topic again. YTFC, and y'all, she came up with the topic. So she wanted to talk. Uh, Madison is not going to be talking. She told me no. They <laughs> all wanted to be a part of the podcast. And of course, Madison said no. So hopefully we can get her when she gets older. But it's called YTFC, like what it really means, right? What it really means. The true meaning of YTFC is the topic today. So let's talk about it, Lana. So when you, why did you want to get this topic? What was the purpose? So um, right now I'm in my Bible, I'm reading like Romans and basically our church motto is basically what Romans, I don't like 12 or something, 12 and eight, I want to say, mm -hmm. um, basically saying like, don't be conformed by the way of the world, but instead be transformed. Um, by the renewing of your heart and mind and like our church model is where we change our minds to change the world mm -hmm. so basically I feel like sometimes as youth we either adults or we as the youth feel as though we don't have a purpose in ministry or a purpose in the kingdom of God which is completely not true we're still meant to transform for Christ and be a change in our community and with our peers while we are young. Mm -hmm. I love that. So when when you got this topic and because you've been reading about that, what are some of the things like you really want to share when it comes to, you know, uh, being a transformer or being a young transformer? What are the things that you want to share today that we could kind of just kind of chop it up and discuss? Uh, it's not easy. Like, going to be straight up honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to beat around the bush. It is not easy being a young transformer for Christ in today's day and age, whenever you have all these things being thrown at you, um, people telling you how to think, people saying, oh, this isn't right, this isn't right. Being a young transformer for Christ takes work. It's not a walk in the park. It's not, oh, you wake up one day and, oh, I'm going to be a young transformer for Christ. It's it's not that easy. It takes work. So why is it not easy? Kind of explain it to because I know it was different in my day and time versus what y'all experienced. So why is it not easy? Because today you have not only people that you surround yourself with, but mm -hmm. now you have social media telling you. So it's mm -hmm. like you go on social media and you see, oh, well, if this person does this, this, and that, they're not of Christ, or you shouldn't be believing in this because that's not of Christ. Like, 
we need to get to a day and age of like everybody starts from somewhere okay and we're not immediately gonna be how do I say this you're not gonna immediately be of Christ mm-hmm. like we all are chosen by God God chose all of us he sent his one and only son but as we know a lot of people don't accept Christ a lot of people have their own journeys going into Christ and it's like well I see this and I see this like I see somebody out here cussing up a storm but then two months later they decide to give their life to Christ and it's like which one do you choose which one is the right thing but really you have to accept the fact that everybody goes through their own journey to get Mm -hmm. to Christ so that's one thing I've definitely had to reconsider yeah that is not so tell me this what made you want to even you know even though you grew up in church because that's all you know is us going to church you know every Wednesday every Sunday right but what made you want to have your own particular relationship I know you got other points I want to go over those but what make you what made you say I want to be a young transformer for Christ when did that when was that aha moment for you I I heard somebody, it might have been you, but um, it, I'm pretty sure it was you. It was like, Grandma can't get you to heaven. Yes. Mama can't get you to heaven. Daddy can't get you to heaven. Just because you are a PK doesn't mean you get that automatic ticket to heaven, which that kind of made me like, ooh. I, I say all the time, I'm like, y'all, it's way too hot out here. I know I can't survive in Asia box. <laughs> like, right. That's something I live by. I'm like, I know, I know. And then, like, me being on earth and, like, experiencing, like, earthly things, I'm kind of, like, not, I don't want to make it sound like I'm excited to die, but I'm excited for, like, the next stage of, life. like, I'm excited for heaven. Yeah. Like, being on earth, oh, my gosh, this sounds so bad. Being on no. earth, like, this is all so futile, like, Ecclesiastic says this is also futile this is also meaningless and like going through stuff and it's like that day in heaven whenever I get to heaven it's going to be so exciting and it's going to be so peaceful I'm going to be able to see like people that I like lost it's just going to be the best thing ever and then whenever somebody told me well your mama can't get you to heaven your grandma can't get you to heaven right like so I gotta do this on my own right I got to start this now. Right. You don't know when the time is coming. And then whenever we watched No One Left Behind. Oh, wait. I want to pause right there because there's some people out there that never watched that movie. That movie? I feel like there's other movies that go into that. But that movie right there, I remember we were in Conroe and we were watching that movie. And I looked back, I was like, so if God were to come back, would I be okay? He was like, Daddy said, well, you're old enough to know. You're old enough to know wrong from right. You're old enough to make your own decisions. And it was just like, so just because I go to church, it don't mean nothing? It was Ooh. like, no, you you have to choose. Like, Madison's okay because Madison was like five, three at the time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But me and Keanu were at least like 10 or something, 10 and 12. And he was like, nope, you got to know because – in the movie, it was like the mom, she knew God, talked about God to her daughter all the time. And even a pastor knew God, talked to talked to everybody about God, and they were still there. And it was just like, whew, that kind of kicked me 
hard. Yeah, like I don't want to, I don't want, so at 10, that's when like reality hit for you that you gotta, you can't live mama's God, but that, dang, Lana, like that doesn't happen to it be was, able to be 10. It was like scary until I started to realize like the whole meaning of God, having a real relationship with God, not just, oh, I pray that, um, I get this for Christmas or I pray that we just have a great day. Stuff like that. Right. I, I want to ask this because I know somebody that's out there that's probably listening, right? Because you made this statement and I don't want to pass it up. You made the statement. You said, man, you know, I want, I want to go to heaven. I, I want to kind of talk about that. Like, uh, man, I would love to go to heaven. But because I'm noticing this generation is a generation that is taking their life, you know, and maybe they may have the same thought uh what with that so what is your perception when it comes to that even though you know you want to go to heaven you want it to be at your own timing right and i mean not your own timing but at god's timing mm -hmm. yeah so kind of let's kind of talk about that a little bit uh so how do i say this so i've learned this year like we have such a small amount of time on earth like such a small amount of time to where it's like okay I have to spend some, I saw something, this guy had a rope and it was like red at the end and the mm -hmm. rest was white. And he was like, this red part defines the amount of time you're going to be on earth. And the white is the rest of the time that you have on hev in heaven and eternal life. And I've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I have this small amount of time on earth. Everything I'm going through on earth. Yeah. I meant to go through it, but there tomorrow, like there's a better place, mm -hmm. like not, oh, I hate being on earth. I hate being on earth. This is awful. I hate going through this. Like, just get me to heaven already. That's, gotcha. that's not where I'm at. I'm at a point where it's, I'm trying to get better at it too. Um, realizing like Ecclesiastic says, everything is futile. Like mm -hmm. the stress I'm going through is futile. The work that I put myself through. Now, what does futile mean? What does futile mean? Pointless. Like, okay. everything is pointless. It says, and Ecclesiastics the whole time, like everything is futile. Like certain things that I thought were so important. And then it was like, everything is futile. Like it said, um, you can work your entire life. You can build up this foundation for your family. And you, you end up passing away and you give it to your children. And they're not going to love it the same way you did. Mm. and that's futile like it's pointless and it's just like mm. live the days on earth be happy stay young just like enjoy everything you have on earth but remember there's a place better like heaven mm. is going to be so worth it mm. and i that's where i'm at not like oh just get me out of this place already god just take me to heaven already like mm. i know there's a purpose for my life and until i fulfill that purpose on earth then I'll go to heaven. And speaking of purpose, because uh, you know we do we do live life. Uh, the Bible says life more abundantly, right? I I I come that you may have life, and life more abundantly. And I think it's very important to live out that purpose uh, on in here on earth. Do you have any idea at the age of eighteen what your purpose looks like, or what is your purpose? So lately, <laughs> lately God's been like tugging on my heart, like get up on stage, get up on stage, 
Wait a minute. Time out. Wait. Wait. What you mean? Like, each time we have a guest speaker, it's like, that should be you up there. That should be you up there. So you ministering. You're talking. Yes. Like, that should be you up there. Because then it's because I didn't realize it until, like, people would go up there and speak. And it'd be, like, something I'm very passionate about. And I would be, like, reiterating it in my head in a different way. And it's just, like, go up there. That's so you want me to cry on this podcast? That's what you want me to do? <laughs> no, it's just, like. So I'm, you think, you're, you're like, your purpose is to minister to people? Yes. Like. Wow. I don't know if it's motivational speaking. I don't know if it's podcast. I don't even know. I don't know what it is, but it's every time there's a guest speaker up there, oh, it should be you up there. You should be up. Not, like downgrading yeah. the speaker but like saying mm -hmm. that's where you need to be wow like, like that's your calling yes in a way i've always I've, I've always said heard you say about motivation speaking but to hear you say this is like uh because i remember your daddy prophesying this this moment i don't know if you remember do you remember no you probably don't uh, a little bit kind of yeah he prophesied this moment that you would minister and maybe he didn't to you but i know he did like prophesied it. And so like, this is, wow. I wasn't expecting it. You, you threw yeah. me on a loop. Especially okay. like last Sunday. It was just like. Uh, when Shanice spoke. Yes. Like that's okay. in a way, like get in line. Whoa. Kind of like how, that. How do you feel about that? Uh, It's kind of like, like, my nerves get to me mm -hmm. and I guess it's like you go up there to speak the way God wants you to speak and like you I see myself doing it in like small moments to a small amount of people like I'll be at school and be like oh well basically what I told you about everything being futile there's a poem, poem we read and it's like this is exactly, I say exactly what um, the book of Ecclesiastes says. And I'm like, this, this, and that, like we live this life and we don't realize everything is just pointless. And then it's just like, somebody's like, oh, I never saw it that way. I never mm -hmm. saw it that way. Like, can you like add more to it? Can you reiterate it? Or I'm like, oh, God always places people in your life. Like, me and my friend Michaela, mm -hmm. we went to elementary school together. We both moved the same time. She went to Cold Spring. I went to Porter, and then we met back up um, junior, yeah, junior year. Mm -hmm. And like, everything happens for a reason. God, if somebody, if God wants somebody to be in your life, He'll make it happen in a way that you wouldn't even expect it. Right, right. So true. So true. Ah. So tell me this. Okay. So another topic, what, what else would you want to say with the true meaning of YTFC? True meaning of that? Uh, not following the crowd. Mm, let's talk about it. It's so easy to follow the crowd. It's so easy to like, let somebody else make all the calls for you. Because mm. it's like, ooh, somebody else is thinking for me. And it's easier to just fall behind that person and let them lead you yes. into something you don't see. I love it. And I think, too, because you, you've never been a crowd follower, you know, out of all I keep. <laughs> 
If you could see her face right now, podcast, she's like, no, that was not me. No, you've never been that. Tell me why. It's not comfortable. Mm, wait, explain. It's like walking into a room. The person in the front knows what the room is, and then they open the door, and it's like, what did I get myself into? Mm. And it's just like you're waiting for that door to be open, whereas you're supposed to open a whole other door. Come on. Okay. And that's never been comfortable for me. I don't like other people making decisions for me. Yeah. Because it's, it's just a no. It's a no for you. I get it. You are your daddy's child. Definitely. All right. Any other point? Let's talk about it. Uh, Just because you are young doesn't mean you delay your calling. Wait a minute. Repeat. Rewind. <laughs> Say that one more time. What? Just because you are young doesn't mean you're delayed. Doesn't mean you delay your calling. And okay. something I'm realizing, anything that I... I don't even know how to say it. anything that I'm like reading about or anything that I want to tell other people. It's convicting me first. Mm, okay. Like, the whole time I'm like, oh, I'm in high school. I don't, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to work in ministry. Or like some people feel as though like whenever they're reading the Bible or if they're going to church and the pastor speaking, a lot of the youth is like, oh, this is for the adults. This isn't for me. This isn't for me. Mm -hmm. uh, this this is not for my time in my life. I got a whole bunch of years left in my life. Like, no, you don't know when God calls you. And you don't know when he's coming back. Right. And the last thing you want to do, the last thing you want to happen is you get up to the gates and it's just like, so why didn't you go speak to that person? Why didn't you uh, just pull over on the side of the road and tell that person, like, what you felt in your heart because I know you felt it and I, I know all of us are feeling it it's not just a bad stomach ache it's conviction that's what it is yeah so what would you tell that person that think that they're young they're too young to to really live for Christ what would you tell that person you're not I would be mm -hmm. like God uses all types of people like oh that's not a country Lord, I know I was like Dang, that sounded country. We come from a city town uh, that's out by the Houston area. So I'm from my country town, which is Point Blank, Cold Spring area. Well, we move here and this girl started getting an accent, a country accent. All that accent came out just that minute. But go ahead. God uses all types of people. Okay. <laughs> he uses, he uses, he used Paul. Wait, mm -hmm. no. Is it? It's Saul to Paul. Or yeah, Paul. Saul to Paul. You're he right. used Saul. He used Abraham. He used Noah. He used all Can I explain people. for that person that may not be a Christian? What? Why did he use Saul? What was the point of that? Kind of explain Saul and Abraham. Explain those. Because so, you explained it to me. I want them to hear it. So Saul, this blew my mind. This was like, <laughs> what? That type of, that type of stuff. So basically Saul, he did not like Christians. He hated Christians. He hated anybody that proclaimed the name of God, said that God was Lord, God was King. So he was like, easiest thing to do, kill him, kill them all. If somebody says, I live for Jesus Christ, I live for the Lord, kill him. So God basically was like, I'm going to use him. 
I mean, use him to blow people's minds because nobody would ever believe if he used a man like Noah already following God. Nobody would think that's anything, but like some people do. So he basically blinds Paul, Saul. It is so confusing. He blinds yep. Saul. So, you say the right, Saul. And it's, Saul's like, what is happening? What is happening? He's like, God, what are you doing to me? And he's like, I'm going to use you. Like, I'm going to use you. So he basically gets these people to pray over him. Next thing you know, Saul is proclaiming the name of the Lord. And people are like, wasn't he just killing these people? Right, 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 right. And he goes and he says, like, I'm like a follower of God. Like, God has done this for me. He healed me. And I just believe in him. And... Throughout the whole story, he turns into Paul. And every time Paul goes through it, God makes a way for him. Come on, Lana. Like, he would be in jail. And I would be like, dang, like it's over for him. And God would make a way. And he would, he had shackles and then they would break. Come he would on. be in jail. And they were really like, dang, this guy got God on his side. Like, right. no, no questions about it. So where they would say, okay, we've really got to lock him up now. We've really got to lock him up now. we got to make sure, like, there's no way he's getting out. He would find, Jesus would, I mean, God would find a way for him to get out every single time to a point where people were like, we can't touch him. Right. Like, there's right. no point. Come on, yeah. That'll preach. <laughs> yeah. We touch him. Like, we see the power of God over his life. Like, there's no way we can hold him back. So let's just let him free. So stuff like that, like, even though you're young, God will still use you. Like, it'll make the best comeback story in a way. Come on, come back. That'll preach. It will make the best comeback story. And I think here's the thing is understanding that if Paul did all this stuff against God's people and God still used him, that's even for that person that's not young. You know, mm -hmm. you can make the worst mistake in the world, but God can still use you. He can still use that mess up, that mistake. And he used the very thing that Paul hated. He used that to build people. Mm -hmm. And that was a great thing. And then mm -hmm. I think of like kids that are younger that are like getting sick and everything. Mm -hmm. And then they have this miracle. God still uses them. Come on. Like God uses them to show their parents like, I got you. Yeah. Like, don't worry. I still got you. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you see the movies about, like, miracles from heaven, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And it's just, like, God used these kids to get a message across to their parents or get a message across to their their city. Like, I'm still working. Mm -hmm. like, give up on stuff like that. So, like, he mm -hmm. can use a kid playing football, gets hurt. And then, this per and then it's just, like, God uses that person. God can use a little two-year-old mm -hmm. God uses everybody in a way so that's why it's like don't delay your calling because you're young right that's that's not a reason to be like oh let me let me just wait let me just wait right. and then you will turn out 30 still waiting on something that you were supposed to be doing whenever you were 15 I love it come on so so far you talked about it's not easy mm -hmm. uh what was the second one not following the crowd not following the crowd and then you talked about youth, just, just, just because you're young, you can't delay your calling. What other point would you want to make? 
being Christ-like, like, like okay. being an example to your peers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've come to realize like a lot of people don't know about God. Like growing up in the church, you as a young child, I was like, oh, everybody knows about God. Everybody goes to church. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not the case. That's, that's not, not the case. case at all. Like I have friends that have never stepped foot in a church ever. Really? And it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Hmm. And it's like, if you're the only person that they come in contact with, and you're gonna be the example of who Christ is, what the church is, mm-hmm. and you don't want to mess that up, right? Like. You can't be going around cussing people out, calling people out of their names, and then that person is like, "That's what God's like." Mm. So we got to be Christ-like. Yes. Be the example. Be Christ-like. So here's the thing. Oh, okay. So, because I know you say you know some of those people don't go to church. Like some people that are your friends, they never even went to church. Especially with COVID, I'm pretty sure a lot of people. Mm-hmm did not go did not go to church so my question to you is this it what do you do what are those conversations like that you have with that person that says i never i've never been in church or or what how do you talk about christ or do you just let it be or do you just be the light or the salt of the earth you know for that particular person i talk about it like how do i say this like i don't force god on anyone because that's not what god did to us come on yes preach so i'm not gonna like say oh you need to believe in christ like you're gonna go you're gonna die if you don't give your life to christ right now i don't do that that's that's not what christ would do Mm -hmm. so like i'll bring up like little little hints of like oh i just love god or (laughs) oh um, everything happens for a reason. God's mm-hmm. God's doing it. God's making a way. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody comes up to me and asks me, like, so what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Or um, how do you talk to God? Or how do you pray? I'm like, I just sit and talk to him like I'm having a conversation with you. And they're like, is it is it weird? Is it, does he talk back to you? I'm like, in a way, yes and no. Like he he ends up answering my prayers and speaking to me through dreams or speaking to me through another person. So like I guess you could say he talks back to me. He's like, and somebody would say, "Oh well, that's cool, that's interesting," mm-hmm. and then you kind of open their their mind up to something they never thought about before. Mm-hmm. Have they ever came back and asked more questions, like later? Yes, yes all the time. Most of the time, like people, they'll see me around school and they'll be like, I just don't understand how you're so happy. Like, I just don't understand how you're not tempted to do stuff like this or you just you're just to yourself. And the major thing is, I don't understand why you don't cuss. (laughs) It's just like I just never felt the urge to. And they're like, really? Like, mm mm. I just, it's just not who I am. Right. And stuff like that. And they're just be like, oh, I'm going to try and get better at that. I'm going to get better at that. So do you feel like that's why the school had you pray for everything? 
Like, you know, when we did the private dinner with the mm -hmm. top 10. First of all, let me park and pause, y'all. My baby was in top 10 of her class. I wish I had a little button that had the hand clap. <laughs> so, uh, top 10 of her class. I'm going to find it. I, it got to be out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. But the top 10 of her class. And she's also uh, not just the top 10, but um, she was able to pray. Like, I was like, why they, is it because she's past the kid? But probably because that's what they looked at you as, you know. I don't know what you think. And the crazy thing is, not a lot of people know that I'm a pastor's kid. Wait, time out, park. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I'll say, like, they know I go to church. Okay. They know I have a relationship with God. They know I don't cuss. They know I like I am a Christian, but they don't know that I'm a pastor's pastor's kid because, like, you don't need to know. That shouldn't be my label of why I am a Christian. Okay. Like, because oh, I was gonna for a minute there, I was gonna get in my feelings. Like, what you embarrassed? No, like, you're no. Okay. Like gotcha. the last thing I want people to think is how I thought. Oh, I'm a pastor's kid. I'm a Christian. That doesn't oh, correlate. Okay, gotcha. That doesn't correlate at all. Like, oh, I go to church. I'm a Christian. Gotcha. Like that doesn't that doesn't tie together. That's not how that works. Got. I love it. So whenever they find out, they're like, what? Huh? I, so when did they find So you only went to that school for like two years, right? Mm -hmm. so when did people start finding out? People didn't start finding out unless I said something. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Like, so go ahead. Like if you were my close friend and it'd be like, oh, uh, I don't know. Like, oh, you want to hang out on Sunday? Oh, I have church. Oh, you can't miss it? No. And then she'd be like, oh, I've heard that your dad's a pastor. It's just like, yeah. And they're like, okay, it all makes sense now. It all makes sense now. Because <laughs> the last thing I want is for like somebody to come up to me and they'll be like, and I say I'm a Christian. It's like, you're a Christian? I didn't know that. That would break my heart. Oh, right. Would, if somebody comes up to you and they don't know whether you're a Christian or not, you gotta, you need to reevaluate yourself. Lum, you just said a mouthful. Like, yeah. If people don't know that you are a Christian, yeah, that's a. Because I going to school, you see a thousand different personalities, and like you should be able to tell who's a Christian, who's not a Christian. And right. a lot of people that say they're a Christian, it's just like, what? Really? Yeah. Like Emily Nolenberg, this one girl I went to school with. Is it okay if I name people? I don't know, but well, this one I don't girl, know how to bleep it, bleep it out yet, but go ahead. I don't want to say anything bad about her. So right. I just, like, okay. okay. So I, um, I went to school with her. Sweetest person on earth. Was like a ball of energy. She was oh, she's a girl from Porter. Yes. Yeah. Right. I remember. She was, her. she was truly a light in the darkness. Like. Yeah, she was. I loved her to death. Yes. And it was. It was like, oh yeah, I know she's a Christian. Yeah. She's never, she never had to tell me one time she was a Christian. Mm -hmm. I knew she was a Christian because she loved like Jesus. Yes. She talked about God all the time. Come and on. now she's on a mission trip, and I don't know where, like out of the country. She's been there for I think a year now, mm -hmm. and what she's doing there is like amazing. I I don't know if I could ever do that. Never say never, but she's helping out kids. She's spreading the gospel in a whole other country. I think she's like building houses for people. 
Oh, wow. And I just knew she was a Christian. No yep. question. No and question. it's almost like you knew she was going to do mission work. Like yeah. she would, she had that type of spirit. Like you just knew that Emily was going to be able to do that. Like she, she was, um, I met her and she was an amazing kid. I thought she had the biggest heart ever. Um, and, and it showed because of her parents, because they were the mm -hmm. same way. So I think that's so important. All right. So, so far we talked about, it's not easy. The true meaning of YTFC, young transformers of Christ, being a Christian, it's not easy. Don't sit out here and think that it is easy being a young person trying to live for God or living for God. It's not easy. The second thing we talked about was, uh, I missed the second part. What was the second one? Not falling in the crowd. Not following crowd. I knew that. I forgot to write it down. Not following the crowd. And then we also talked about, you know, number three, you know, just because you're young, do not delay your calling. And then we talked about being Christ-like. Is there any other topic that you want to talk about? I guess the last one I would leave is build that relationship with God. How? In any way possible, like especially reading your Bible, because I've learned reading your Bible, it opened your eyes to a lot of other things. And the last thing you want is having a conversation with someone and they have their facts and you don't have yours. Mm, yeah. You want to, you don't want to just spit out random stuff. You want to spit out actually actual evidence of God's work. Come on. So that's one thing I would say. I, I love this. I want you to kind of share your routine. I remember it was a couple of years ago. I will never forget. Uh, you started this routine of, you know, and not saying you do it every day and you're perfect. That's not what we're saying. But what I'm saying is that I remember one day, remember we were in the apartment. God told us to downsize. Uh, we had a conversation with you guys. And I believe all of our relationships with God changed during that time. It was during covid um, but that was a, I had a bookshelf. I'm always going to have a bookshelf everywhere I go. Uh, and Lana, I like your little background, by the way, let me pause and park. Uh, if you're not seeing the video and you're just on podcast, she has a little nice setup in her room. Um, and I thought it was cute, but yeah, I always have a bookshelf. And one of the things about a bookshelf, she walked by and I remember you grabbing the book. Uh, are you wanting a book? You were wanting a book to read. Uh, kind of share, and I noticed, Dean, you started a routine of reading your Bible, reading books, because uh, you wasn't a reader like that, but you started reading books, you started reading your Bible, and then you started, you know, praying and meditating or whatever the things that you do. So kind of share your routine um, that you are creating for yourself, and how do you build this relationship with God? So at first, I just started off reading like, a scripture, breaking it down, seeing it, what, seeing what it meant. And then I was like, the only way I'm going to be able to understand the scripture more is read the whole chapter. Okay. So I was like, I think I started in like Mark and that's where basically we're like, Jesus started walking the earth and like doing miracles and everything like that. And I would just like read a chapter a day. And in order to fully understand what I was reading from the scripture a day, Mm -hmm. And then I would like journal about it. And then I really got into journaling and just, I'm not good at talking in a way. Mm -hmm. I'm better at writing down prayer. I'm not very good at like speaking out prayer, which That's is kind of not true because I pray at church. And like whenever somebody asks me to pray, I pray, mm -hmm. but it's just easier for me to like write it down. 
so I can look back on it and it was just like, wow, I was really going through that, but now I'm over it. That I, and I don't know if you got that from me or where you got it from, but yes. the, that you got it from me. That mm -hmm. journaling, I always I keep all of my journals so that I can see my growth. Uh, I think it's so important because it's one minute I'm begging God, please, you know, Lord help. And then there's another minute I'm saying, Lord, I thank you. And then there's another minute saying, God, I'm crying and I'm hurting on the inside. How do I overcome this? And then to see the growth from that. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm a writer as well. Uh, look, I created my own journey, my own journal as well. And I don't know. Do you have my one of my journals? Uh, I think so. Yes. Yeah. But created that to be able to do that. That was a shameless book, by the way. Um, but be able to do that. And I think that's important. So you pray, you meditate. How often do you do this? I try to do it every day. Mm -hmm. Like, except for like Sundays and Wednesdays, Sundays and Wednesdays. That's what I like. We have church. But yeah. then I'll try to like read a scripture or but every day I try to write to God and like sometimes like, dang, that'd be cool if I could get like a whole book together and make it towards like each scripture broken down like a devotional. I'm like, oh, that'd just be cool to do something like that. And she can do it with her mama. <laughs> yes, I would love that. I think it's necessary. It's something you don't pray about it, you know, but I think it's something that that needs to be done that could help so many youth, young adults, because you're no longer a youth. You're a young adult now. So that could help so many young adults. How long have you been thinking about doing a devotional? I think like two months now, because it's hard to read the Bible, like, okay. especially with all the big names. And then like, you get into like Leviticus with the sacrifices and everything like that. Mm -hmm. It's hard to read the Bible and to like understand it and grasp it. Mm -hmm. But like the Bible I have, it's called the She Reads Truth Bible. Okay. Like you got every, it next to you? Uh, it's in my room. Oh, okay. That's okay. But it's like every so often it like it has like a map or it has each chapter has like a breakdown of where you can go and find like certain stuff mm -hmm. in the Bible. And then mm -hmm. every so often they have like somebody write like, oh, this is what I got from this chapter or this is how I connected to this um, part of the book. It was like one about a relationship with God and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, they always thought um, being a Christian was enough. Like, no, mm -hmm. you need not just religion, but relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it goes into stuff like that throughout the Bible. And I was like, not everybody can really get to this and not everybody will still be able to understand it. Yeah. And what's the name of the Bible again? She Reads Truth. She Reads Truth. Yeah. I remember you getting that Bible. You was like, I got to have this Bible. Mm -hmm. I got to have this one particular. Oh, so big though. It is so big. <laughs> really? <laughs> it has all the extra stuff in it. Yeah. But I know you love it because you wanted it so bad. And I think we ended up getting it. I don't know if you got it or we got it. I think I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I say this. I know my daughter's routine. I've watched her routine. Sometimes it convicts me. I'm like, oh, Lord. Okay. So I got to go in here and pray. I got to go in here, you know, do different things. And I'm so proud of you, Alana. So proud of the woman that you're becoming, you know, uh, so ready to grow with you. Uh, as we go through the journey of college and you getting to know us, being home more with us, uh, as well as going to college. So 
I'm excited. Any last words, any parting words that you want to say? So we've talked about build. Uh, we talked about go through the things you talked about. You do it this time. Um, that it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Not following the crowd just because you're young doesn't mean you're dealing. You're the doesn't mean you delay your calling, being Christ-like, and then building that relationship with God. So, any last words you want to say to? Uh, the listeners and the people that's watching? Um, I guess since it is technically youth, I say all of, everybody from like older adults to young adults to youth, stay a child of God, like stay childlike of God. I love it. Still, it says in the Bible, like still be a child in God. Like we're his children, just stay under that covering and know that you always have that covering. And just to, I don't know, yeah. just to be you. Be you. I love it. Be you. Well, I want to thank you, Alana Ray. I know we're probably going to do more of these uh, chopping it up conversations. I thank you so much for rocking out with me, uh, for being a part of this and saying yes to this and and coming up with the topic and title i appreciate that so much uh it where can people go and follow you where are the places that they can go follow you and where you're at on social media <laughs> look she like uh no you don't want nobody following you no, huh? i don't i don't know my <laughs> social media by heart but i can look at it um and <laughs> my instagram is alana harden 23 she probably not going to give you her Snapchat, so we're just going to skip that, and she's not going to give you her TikTok. So that's okay. That's all we have. So this only place. Other than that, you can catch her on my podcast, and she may be even starting her own podcast. We never know. Never, ever know. So we thank you, Lana, because you have a lot of information to share, a lot of things, and that's why I know... It's going to be more to come for you, you know, even if it's you start. She's one of the reasons I started a podcast because she came to me one day. I have been saying, I want to do a podcast, want to do a podcast. And I remember you coming to me months ago and saying, mama, let's do one together. And I was like, okay, let's do it. I don't think we ever got that far. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. I'm going to make it happen. And so now I've invited her because I know she has her own audience that are going to connect with her. Um, as well as, you know, she probably invite me on to her podcast. So, cause she loves listening to podcasts. Who's the people you listen to on podcasts? Uh, mainly Save Not Soft, Emmy Moore. Okay. She, she's just Amazing. different, not different, like bad way, but like her podcast name is Save Not Soft. Oh. Like, you get the gist from that. Gotcha. She goes into it's not easy, y'all. Like it's yeah. I'm saved, but this is not a easy journey. Yeah. And then the Just Different podcast. Um they talk everything, faith, life, and culture. And that's basically all. Yeah. They got me into podcasts, so I thank them so much and glad that, again, she came to be a part of this. I thank you. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you guys for rocking out. Listen, check out the next podcast that's going to drop. 
Uh, every other, every first and third Thursday of the month, it drops new episodes, new people. I have some amazing people rocking out with me. You do not want to miss it with their information and what they're going to be discussing and talking about. So until next time, remember, if you don't remember anything else that we've said on this podcast, remember this, you are a product of God's grace and mercy. When you see yourself through God's eyes and not people stay blessed. Bye-bye.